Hello, this is Francesca Simone sharing with you some ABCs of meditation. Today, your ABC begins with A for altar. One of the most important things that you can do is to create a sacred space within your home where you go in order to meditate. Now this is truly a magical act in the sense that when you create a sacred space where you spend your time in concentration, contemplation, and meditation, these three keys will open up your subconscious mind and allow you to connect with the divine mind so that you can receive inspiration, information, and confirmation of how you are to progress in your life and helps you understand how to apply what you receive. When you set up a sacred space, you are basically building a force field of energy. It is an energy that you can feel when you sit. It's like putting in a plug in a socket. You're making a connection so that energy can flow from this realm to the next and then that energy flows back to you. One of the reasons why we love going into old cathedrals or old churches is that there is an atmosphere that is palatable to our physical senses. One of my favorite places to go when I lived in New York City was St. Patrick's Cathedral. And as soon as I began to ascend the stairs to go into that cathedral on Fifth Avenue, I could begin to sense peace I knew that I was walking into a space where people had gathered and who came seeking guidance and seeking a sense of centeredness 
They came from a world of chaos and sorrow and disappointment and uncertainty. And inside those walls of St. Patrick's Cathedral, they sat in prayer and very often just came and sat in silence as I did. When I walked into the vestibule of St. Patrick's and saw the fountain where the holy water was, I understood that I was there in order to cleanse myself energetically. That's really what holy water is all about. It's about doing that ritual of cleansing oneself. In some religions, it's called ablutions. But you know, you do this ritual in the morning in your home. You wake up and you go through this process of washing your face and brushing your teeth as you begin to prepare for the day. Well, having that fount of what they called holy water was a way to help people to prepare themselves to receive that energy in that sacred space. Now, truly, what makes a space sacred is thought and intention. And so those individuals going into St. Patrick's Cathedral for worship or for meditation had the intention of making a connection with the divine. Even though they may not have formally made that intention because that was a structure created, a space created to induce this longing of divine connection. And I would often go there at lunchtime and even if it was just for 10 or 15 minutes, I would simply go and sit Sometimes there would be a mass in progress, and even though I was not a Catholic, I understood the power of the incense burning and the singing. All of this contributed to that energetic field, the candles burning on the various altars, all of this created a force field of energy so that when you walked into that place, you could feel that something was different. Now, what is really interesting is that although St. Patrick's Cathedral was a tourist destination, 
and people would be coming in and looking at the vaulted ceilings, the beauty of the statues, and thinking historically about the place. I was never disturbed by their presence because when I went into the cathedral with my intention to make that connection, once I sat down and began to breathe deeply, I began to have a transcendent experience so that after a while, all of the background noise just kind of faded away and it did not bother me in any way. And so the true purpose of meditation is so that you can learn how to go deeply within yourself and let the chaos and noise and distractions of the outer world just fade into the background. Now, when you create a sacred space in your home, you're doing the same thing. And you want to use those same elements that have been used for thousands and thousands of years in various cultures and religions in order to create an energetic force field. All you need is a chair upon which to sit or a bench if you prefer or a stool if you prefer and a table and just spread some kind of cloth on that table. It can be white. Purple is actually my favorite, purple or violet, because we know that colors have vibrations. We wear certain colors because they make us feel a certain way. And when we see certain colors, the vibration of those colors affect us. And so we decorate our homes accordingly. We bring in those colors because they have an effect on us that is positive, that makes us feel good, that makes us relax or gives us a sense of beauty. And so you want to do the same thing in creating your sacred space, in creating your altar. So you have your table and you just spread a cloth there. And the first thing that I would suggest that you do is place a candle on that table now, a candle represents light. And we know that everything is light. Everything is energy. 
And so throughout the ages, the candle has been known as a symbol of enlightenment. We go into a sacred space in order to receive inner light so that the light that we see before us represents the light that we wish to have shining within us. A candle is a way of helping you focus your energy. And if you simply have a table with one white candle and you light that candle and simply look at it, the beauty of the flame, and the longer you look at it, you begin to see different parts of that flame with different colors. Sometimes if you look closely enough, you can see within it the wick that has been lit, that has that red glow, and then you may see some blue. And then if you continue looking at that candle, you will then see an aura of light, a circle of light around that candle. And simply by gazing at that candle, you begin to focus your attention. And you will find that if you sit there, breathing slowly, deeply, and rhythmically, you will begin to relax. You know, lovers love to have candlelight dinners, right? They have a soft glow that creates an ambiance that allows those two souls to really feel a sense of unity. And the great mystics of all ages have always referred to divinity or the one source or the one power, whatever name you wish to call it. They referred to that source or that power as the beloved. Because for us, as humans, the closest thing that gets to the essence of that divine communion, so to speak, is the love affair. And so it becomes an actual relationship with that source, with the divine. And that is what meditation is all about. Getting to a place of feeling a connection to all that is, was, and ever will be.
So once you find a, a space within your home, even if it's just a corner, and you put that little table there and put a cloth on it and set a single candle there and just begin to sit and focus your attention on that candle, you will begin to understand the significance of having that candle as a tool for your deeper development in meditation. The second thing that I would suggest is that you have a plant or a flower, something beautiful, so that you can even at times meditate on that natural beauty. I like to have a rose on my altar because I am always so fascinated by the beauty of the rose. And even if I don't have a fresh one, I have an artificial one so that sometimes all I need to do is light my candle and look at the beauty of that rose, look at the symmetry, the softness, the color. I usually have a red rose, sometimes a violet one, but mainly red because within the world culture, the red rose represents love. And we exchange roses with those whom we love. And so by having that on your altar, your sacred space, you are dedicating that space to that essence of life. For centuries, the rose has been a symbol of the soul. And what we are seeking to achieve through meditation is an unfolding of the rose that is within us because we're all souls first and foremost. And the more you learn to sit quietly, making space within you through your deep breathing and through simply sitting in the silence, you begin to establish a relationship of attunement with that divine spark that is within you. I would also recommend that you have a glass with water in it 
And sometimes you may just want to meditate on the essence of water itself. We cannot live without water. We're composed of 60 to 70% water. It is a very important element in our existence as human beings. And it is sometimes something that we take for granted. So by bringing water to your sacred space, and simply holding it in your hands and contemplating, thinking about the purpose of water, how it assists all life on the planet Earth, then you begin to understand that the water has long been a symbol of inner reflection. The water is clear. And when you go into your sacred space for meditation, you want to become clear. So you have your candle, you have your flower or your plant, and you have your special glass that you drink from as you meditate, then you begin to create your own ritual. You will be naturally guided about what you want to do within that space. You will come to understand what makes you feel comfortable and what inspires you to want to be in silence. I know that for some of you, You have roommates or you're married and maybe your partner has no interest in meditation. Or you have children who are often running around and being noisy. But this is a great way to start your day or to end your day or both. It's like the opening of a door into the inner world. And then the morning you welcome in that light and ask that it may guide you throughout your day. And then in the evening, when you go and sit at your altar in the sacred space that you have dedicated to meditation, you can simply begin to write down the details of your day. The Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius did this 
practice daily, writing down his thoughts. And he never intended them to be published. However, the book, which is simply entitled Meditations, has long been a favorite of those seeking insight into life and learning how to learn about themselves through journaling. And this is why I have been encouraging you to journal. So as you're sitting in your sacred space at your altar, dedicated to your inner exploration, you can write down not only the details of your day at the end of the day, but you can also write down your intentions for the day when you go to the space in the morning. It's also a wonderful practice for writing down your dreams because your dreams provide you with a means of learning how to develop a relationship with your subconscious mind, which will then allow you to make a connection to that divine mind to receive your revelation and inspirations. And just an infusion of love. So you have your simple table with your cloth, with your candle, with your flower or, or plant, and your glass, which you fill with water. And over time, you may want to add things to your altar. But in the beginning, the purpose of this is to give you a focal point. You know, superheroes often have a ritual that they go through in order to make that transformation from their mundane, everyday selves into their superhero mode. And I always think about Superman who began as Clark Kent, a newspaper reporter. But when he heard the call and needed to go on a rescue mission, he would go into a phone booth and change into his superhero cape and tight blue tights with the super S on his shirt, blazed across his chest. And in a sense, this is what you are doing. Your sacred space allows you to make a transformation so that you become who you truly are and you begin to develop your own superpowers. 
You may want to have your book that you dedicate only to use in the sacred space where you write your dreams, you journal your thoughts at the end of the day. And then after you spend some time in meditation, you may find that you will want to write again. These are simple basics for you to begin to build your own mystical approach to meditation. I am encouraging you to do this for yourself rather than trying to fit into someone else's mode of meditation. And this is where people often get discouraged. Because when you're trying someone else's system, it may not be the right system for you. And meditation, in essence, is so organic in the sense that all you need is yourself. And you simply have to learn to be observant, to be still, and to be quiet. And even though you may begin with your eyes open, gazing on the candle flame or looking at the beauty of the rose or the plant or meditating on the water, Eventually, if you're breathing slowly and deeply and rhythmically, you will find yourself wanting to close your eyes. You will be creating an energetic forced field so that when you come and sit down in that space, you will automatically begin to attune yourself to a different energy. That is why we love walking through parks, through flower gardens, or simply sitting by the sea and listening to the waves it becomes a meditative place. So make a place in your home where you can go that can be your refuge from the world. And simply begin there. Today is January the 5th. And we are going to be living in a universal year of five. Because 20 plus 21 reduces down to five. 
Pythagoras said that everything is number, and this is absolutely true. And so I would like to encourage you to think about this number five. Five is said to represent change. And if you think about the fact that you have five fingers on each hand, it is your hands that allow you to change the materials around you and to make it what you want it to be. We use our hands to write. We use our hands to create a meal. We use our hands to get dressed. We use our hands to paint or draw or sculpt or build. The world is changed by the application of using these five fingers on each hand. And when they are operating together, five plus five equals 10. And then if you reduce that, one plus zero equals one. We're always working to unify materials around us through using our two hands with five fingers each. So 2021 is going to be a year of change. We're now in the age of Aquarius. And this simply means that this is an age in which the needs of mankind must be the focus. There must be a bringing of harmony around the world. We must find new ways to work within our governmental systems and to work within our own family system and to work within our personal system. And meditation will provide you with a way to apply your efforts of change. Just by sitting in that sacred space at your altar, you may find that even just after a few minutes, you may get a revelation or an idea or an inspiration to start something new. You may find that you will receive the answer to a question that's been in the back of your mind. And without you calling it forth, a light will go on and that question will be answered. This is the goal. We work toward this goal on a daily basis and we re receive 
answers to our questions and direction and inspiration, little by little, when you allow yourself to simply be receptive to the energy that's around you all the time, then you will find that you will be making progress. So make haste slowly, a wise man once said. And by sitting up, setting up this sacred space and having this altar in which you do your inner work will put into motion your process of transformation. For me, my sacred space is my laboratory where I find out more about myself and all the things that I wish to know. I contemplate the things that I wish to do. And then I use the tools that were given to me at birth and we all have those same tools. We have the ability to use our inter, inner sight for creative visualization, to visualize what we want our life to be like, to visualize the elements that we wish to have present in our life, whether they are emotional elements or physical elements that we want within our homes or elements of relationship that we wish to experience with others. So be patient and persistent and begin with this step today if you can. Even if it's just simply putting a chair in a particular space. And it doesn't matter how much time you spend, even if it's just sitting in that chair, in that space for five minutes with your eyes wide open and just gazing at that candle or that flower or making notes about the thoughts that are in your mind, you are working you're doing inner work in your laboratory. You will find that that is where you make your inner alchemy. We all are alchemists. We all have the ability to affect change in the world around us and within us. So explore, experiment, so that you can experience the beauty of this inner journey. So why don't we take just a few minutes and do a quick guided meditation to inspire you to create your sacred space.
So I want you to put both feet flat on the floor, your hands, palms down on your thighs, sitting up straight. And if you're lying down at this time, simply have your hands by your side or you can put them on your abdomen, on your belly. So let us begin with three deep belly breaths. Breathing in through the nose and then breathing out with a sigh through the mouth. Ah. Breathe in through the nose. Breathe out through the mouth with a sigh. Ah. Breathe in through the nose. Breathe out through the mouth with a sigh. And now continue breathing slowly, deeply, and rhythmically. Begin to feel your muscles relaxing from the tip of your toes up through your feet and your legs and your thighs. Feel that relaxation sweeping up like a warm breeze, tingling the spine and flowing over the left and right sides of your back. Take a deep breath in. Breathe out through the nose and feel a wave of warmth flowing down both your left and right arms and hands. Breathe in through the nose and breathe out through the nose, feeling your head surrounded by a halo of beautiful white silvery light and this light grows and it extends over your shoulders. It extends so that it covers you from head to toe. You are within this sphere of silvery white light and every single cell, tissue, muscle, bone, nerve and nerve ganglion is infused with this light. Now visualize yourself finding a chair and taking it to a particular spot in your home that you will make your sacred space and build your altar. See yourself bringing 
a small table and spreading a cloth upon that table. See yourself placing in the center of that table a candle holder into which you place one long white tapered candle. Now see yourself placing a flower or a plant upon that table and see yourself placing a beautiful glass upon that table which you will now fill with water. And maybe you will decide that you would like to light some incense so that there will be a fragrant scent that is now creating a beautiful swirl of smoke rising upwards as if reaching up to penetrate into the higher realms where that divine energy dwells. And see yourself now sitting down, feet flat on the floor, hands, palms down on your thighs, and begin breathing deeply and slowly and rhythmically. And feel yourself relaxing. And in your own words, dedicate this space for your meditation, exploration. Give thanks for the inspiration that has come to you to do this act of dedication for creating a space, a sacred space within your home where you can begin your inner exploration into the sacredness that is within you. Give thanks that you are alive. Give thanks for the blessings you have received. And give thanks for the blessings that are yet to come. Ask that this light that you have lit upon your altar
may begin to burn brightly within you. And as you continue breathing deeply and slowly and rhythmically, let the sweet scent of the incense remind you that in spite of the chaos in the outer world, you can create peace in your inner world. You can bring a sweetness into the space. You can bring light into this space. You can bring beauty into this space. And you can become a receiver of light, of love, of inspiration, of guidance. Give thanks that you are divinely designed and allow yourself to sit in silence for as long as you wish. And when you are ready, give thanks. Bring your consciousness back into your body. Begin to wiggle your fingers and toes. And open your eyes. Bye for now.